in sports entertainment. Pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcast are back and we're talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. Now, this week's show will be a little different. First off, Jason is not here. So sad. Uh, we are <laughs> recording this on Wednesday night and he's actually at the Lakers Pelicans game. Uh, he got free tickets, couldn't pass it up. He may or may not be put into the game if Westbrook keeps playing like he is. We'll, we'll have to see about that. Um, second, <laughs> we'll get our crown jewel preview and predictions later on in the show. But first, we want to welcome a special guest of that wrestling podcast. Now, this gentleman has been all over wrestling social media for the past year. You've probably seen clips of his that he posts from his school. He's a teacher. And he started a wrestling club. And in the past year or so, it's been a real treat to see these videos of his students getting excited over wrestling matches, going to live shows, and even getting a chance to meet wrestlers in his class. It's a real special thing this man is doing. Please welcome to that wrestling podcast, Victor Perry. Victor, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the intro. It was really nice. Well, you're doing some great stuff, my friend, and uh, we all have a, a ton of questions to get to, but I guess we have to start off by talking about just how did this all come about? I'm sure that's the number one first question mm. people ask is just how does a wrestling club get started in the school and come together for you? Um, it just happened. It was, <laughs> it was literally organic. Like it wasn't a masterful plan. Uh, it just happened. Um, the kids that I was teaching in that year, I'd already taught them the year prior. So like we had a relationship. Um, and so I was kind of, it was easier for me to be myself. Um, and I remember vividly, it's coming up literally, it's just for a year um, when the club was founded. Um, Bianca Belair posted on her Instagram that she was coming to New York and I was like, whoa, I'm going to go meet Bianca. Like, I literally was like, I'm going to go. <laughs> like, rent was yeah. actually due that day. Um, and I was like, am I going to go pay for tickets or pay rent? And I was like, pay for tickets. Um, nice. And a little, one of my students, um, he overheard me. And I was like, go back to work. And he was like, no, but Mr. Perry, I really like wrestling. And so that's when I was like, oh, really? Like, I didn't know that. Like, I'll call your mom and I'll take you to meet Bianca. So he was like, yeah, please do it. And so I went to Survivor Series that Sunday by myself because I spent like $500, I think. It was crazy. Mm, okay. um, I was just so excited to be in a... I've been an adult for, I would, I would say for a while, but <laughs> never have experienced wrestling as an adult. So I just spent money to go to Survivor Series and then the next day was meet Bianca. And this was um, just after the pandemic kind of started the lift too with like crowds, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. Yeah. It was that year. Um, and so the next day, it was a Monday, um, I took the kid to meet Bianca and didn't know that Monday Night Raw was going to be still in New York at the Barclays. So I was like, dang, like, I wish I had known. Like, I would have saved some money and then bought tickets for that as well. Um, <laughs> but then we were in line and they were like, uh, here's a raffle ticket. Um, after the meet and greet, if you stay, we're going to do a raffle ticket and, you know, give up, give away a couple of tickets uh, to the show. And so we met Bianca and I was ready to go. I was tired. I was like, let's go home. Um, but the lady at the cricket wireless was like, just stay, just stay. So we stayed and then they raffled off the tickets and we won. And so we won tickets to go to Monday Night Raw. And so I spent the entire day with the kid. We went to Chipotle. Uh, just walked around the city and then we went to Barclays and that's where I believe the club started because yeah. I saw this kid just come to life. He was doing cheering, screaming, sitting on his chair. He did the Seth Rollins dance. And so I think it's <laughs> hilarious how yeah. a year later, Seth Rollins sees him doing the dance um, and posts it. 
And so okay. I, WWE posted it, I, I literally posted it as well. And so I was like, do you see that? Like, that's what you were doing a year ago. And I'll look at you. Um, but like, it was just a fun, fun time. And the next day, he just bragged. He was like, I went and saw Bianca Belair. I went with Superior. We saw blah, 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 blah. We went to Monday Night Raw. So all the kids were like, man, you should have like invited us, Mr. Perry. And then I saw just kind of like, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I was like, what if we like hung out, you know, started a club, you know, talked about wrestling, would y'all join? And it was a group of like 30 kids. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, meet me during your lunch and recess. Like, you got to sacrifice something. Four mm-hmm. kids show up. Literally. And us four just had the time of our lives. Like, we just watched it. I mean, they didn't really, like, react, like what y'all see now. Right, um, right. But it was it was just, it was fun. And it just grew. Like, it literally just progressed. Kids started hearing about it. They started coming. And then before you knew it, kids were having fun in the club. Like, they would start saying, ooh, or ah, or like, oh, my God, or screaming. And then before you knew it, you have what you have now, where the kids just... I tell them every time, like, just have fun. You know, I know we're in a school. Don't get too loud. (laughs) Express yourself. Right. Um, Right. And so now we're at 65, maybe Mm. 70 kids now um, that have at least signed up and they attend at least once a week. 70 70 kids. Now, is this still during lunch uh, time or is this after school? The goal was to move it after school only. Um, but you can only have 15 kids in the class. That's what I, was I, was like, I was like, ugh. Like another teacher, I didn't want to like have another teacher in the room, you know, you know, bother them in their time. So I kept it during lunch and recess as well. So I teach uh two classes a day. I teach uh one during lunch and recess, which is the bulk of the kids, and then after school. And then I also have a third class, which is just all girls. Um and we just have just the girls in the club and we just watch stardom and women wrestling, things yeah. like that. So you mentioned, you mentioned the classes and you kind of touched base, you know, like the, the girls only classes. Can you touch base? Like what, what exactly does that mean? Cause I watched a little bit of like some previous stuff that you, you discussed and you talked like, I do a class on this. I do a class on uh, X, Y, and then Z. Can you, can you just tell a little bit about what, different you know quote-unquote classes because you are a teacher right yeah, and you're making yeah. it fun and, and and kind of like an academic thing and i'm jealous because i'm like man where is this when i was in <laughs> in grade school even even high school like yeah. it was like taboo to be a wrestling fan back then so one i just want to say thank you uh for everything you do for those kids it's it's remarkable but yeah can you touch base on the class class aspect of your club there's three classes they're separated by, I would say, like the whole novice and the advanced. Um, my after school kids, those are the kids that get the real lectures. One, because we have the time, um, but two, they are invested. So, like, they're learning about New Japan Pro. Those are the ones that I took to see New Japan Pro. They're watching Impact, they're watching ROH. We watched ROH for the first time today. Um, they're learning about promotions. Uh, promos, um, how to, like, the storytelling aspect, what, like, the arc of a story, like, heels, babyface, they know what kayfabe is, uh, they know what works are, which is shoots, like, we go into the real nitty-gritty. In fact, I'm going to teach them about dirt sheets soon. I know, oh, wow. Okay. It's because <laughs> they, awesome. they 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 research, you know, it's like they're reading articles. Um, Mercedes is, I, I blame her for that. Um so I still love her, but I blame Mercedes for that because when she disappeared after visiting us literally like a week later, um, the kids wanted to know why. And so they would just Google, wow. just read yeah. all this nonsense. And I'm like, guys, this is not right. Like, this is not okay. So I'm going to teach them about like dirt sheets and what to believe and whatnot. Um, but that's the advanced class. Um, my all girls class, I would say they're novice. Um, they're just girls who just like the girls. Um, and I've noticed that and I didn't want to exclude them. Um, so I want everyone to feel like they have a, you never know, like they may see one match and then it may open their eyes to something else. Right now, a lot of them are just, I just want to watch Bianca Belair and Mercedes or whatever. So I was like, okay, bet we'll watch that, but I'm going to show you starting. 
So like now they know, okay, well, there's an all women's company named Stardom in Japan. And so like they're interested in that. And then my lunch class, I would say they're novice. Um, it's a shorter class. So I can't really like go into like the, the, the nuances of like the different things that I would like, but they like, they just like, I would say they're the class that if you show them a match, that's not hard hitting or uh, high flying, like the ricochets, it's crickets. And yeah. so like I'm learning the kids and I'm like, okay, so y'all are going to watch ricochet and like the high flyers, ladder matches, Royal rumbles. By the way, I just discovered kids love Royal rumble. I had no idea. And like, adults too, Vicky. Adults on, too. We love the rumble, right? It's the best. And it's teaches counting backwards, so you can do that in kindergarten too. <laughs> oh my god! Three, two, one. Literally, like I'm, I was shook. So we've literally been watching in the novice class for lunch the women's 2021 Royal Rumble with Bianca, and we're right at uh, we're the final three. So it was Charlotte, Rhea, and Bianca, and the kids are going crazy. Like we've literally watched the entire thing over the last couple of days. Um, and so that's basically what the classes look like. They're a bunch of fun. Um, they keep me on my toes, especially my advanced class, because I meant to say also we watch a lot of indie shows because we go to a lot of indie shows um, here in the area. And so like we have a, they have, and I love this. They treat the indie wrestlers just like the mainstream WWE wrestlers. Like yeah. they, they, they hold them to the same regard. And so I love they have that respect and they know like the difference only is money and the company, like yeah. the talent, the talent is there. The talent is there. So I think that's dope. Yeah. So. That's a good lead into my next question. Um, talking about like what the kids are seeing in the shows and Jason, who's not here again this week, but he, he says this all the time. When you're at a live show, you watch the kids and we as adults, he says we should watch wrestling like we are kids because you know how it is with the online wrestling community. They can be very fickle. They can be very, uh, the word I see a lot of times tribalism, like mm -hmm. I like AEW, boo WWE and vice mm -hmm. versa. Do you, do you see that at all with the kids or is it really just a, a big love fest of appreciating what they're seeing with, with wrestling? I think that's an adult thing. Yeah, uh, it is. Right. Yeah, kids, they just love it. In fact, they're intrigued by the different companies. They didn't know. Like, one kid came up to me the other day and was like, can we watch GCW? And I was like, no. Like, no. <laughs> you, still want a, you still want a job. I'll be honest, Victor. Th that was my son or daughter you're referencing as I'm wearing my GCW shirt. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. What's the guy's name? Oh, my God. Nick, Nick Gage. Gage. Friend of the show, apparently. Later? Who's that? He's Slater. He's Slater. He's Slater? Oh He's yeah, yeah. I've got I've got kids. He's Slater. I don't know. He, he named yeah. a wrestler, and I went and watched his match, and it was a death match. And I was like, "Oh, are you oh. yeah, no, I don't think that's Heath Slater. Oh, I wonder who it was. was. It was that's some right. name, some name, and I was just like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" Like they're just googling on the weekends, like yeah. researching. <laughs> and so you know, I think they just love wrestling. Yeah, that's and great. I, and I think it confuses them because there's so many like indie promotions mm -hmm. where they just don't care anymore like i they just don't care they just they're like whatever mr Perry, you put it on if it's interesting we're, we'll react and we love it it's awesome all right i got a question because as a fellow uh educator how did you get administration to buy into this <laughs> and i knew that was coming <laughs> and other teachers who as someone who does after school programs myself or other extracurriculars, you get a lot of pushback from the veteran teachers, especially when you're a young teacher and you have like all this extra bandwidth is the pretty much the buzzword in the teaching community. How did you get this started where it was approved by administration, the parents, community, and fellow teachers? Honestly, I think it has to be my workout. Um, okay. I take teaching very seriously. Uh, my data speaks for itself. My classroom management literally speaks for itself. When you come into my room, kids are listening. They're doing work. You know, I don't have issues behavior with kids. Um, and my relationship with parents, I would say, is great. And so I think me just having those 
things taken care of allow room because there's a level of trust. They know, okay, well, if Perry is serious about this, this, and this, then this obviously must align with that. Otherwise, he wouldn't have it in his classroom because I take it very seriously. Um, and so I think my leadership team, they just was like, all right, well, let's see what it is, you know? Um, and they've been supportive. My principal, uh, the principal in residence, he's come on trips. He's chaperoned uh, for the Monday Night Raw. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's like awesome. he watches. He wants to go to WrestleMania. Oh, he watches? Okay, yeah. Yeah, he, start, he watches it every now and then. His uh, nephew is so into it now. I teach him. I teach his nephew, and his nephew is like, I want to join the club. Can I buy a hoodie? I want to go on the <laughs> show. So it's like, you know, I, I think they see how infectious it is. And, and with the teachers, I literally just got a text message from a teacher. Uh, one of the chaperones, she just sent me a YouTube link, and I know it's WWE. Like, and it said in her message, not me looking at this on my free time. So, like, they're starting to, like, they feel it. Because I, <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I pride myself on being myself and being authentic. And I'm not afraid to say what I like. And I'm not afraid to show it. And I think other teachers, either they hate it and they just don't tell me. Or they secretly admire it and they're like, I wish I could be the same way. And so, yeah, they volunteer. And it's it's a blessing because the club has gotten so big now and I can't do it by myself. Before I was able to take kids, you know, to a show. But now we got like 20. Every time we go out now, it's 20 plus kids. I can't do that by myself. No. And now I have teachers like, you know, like they're volunteering. And it means a lot to me because, you know, they don't have to. They don't even watch it. You know what I mean? But they do it anyway. And so it makes me happy uh, to have a school that's still supportive. That makes me happy that you have a school that supports you like that because it's like, you know, teachers, it's like pulling teeth to get them to do their spare time to do that too. Not saying anything against my profession or our profession, Victor. We get that. But to have like your teachers, like your fellow colleagues buy in like that, that is amazing. What a great school you must be at. Yeah. And, and Joe, you got to clearly work on your work ethic. As Victor said, it's his work <laughs> ethic that has made wow. the club what it is. So now you know what to work on. We oh got the tip from the pro. Himself. Just well, so yeah, I, I had the like <laughs> wrestling club, like my students, because again, like Victor, like you said, you got to be transparent in the classroom. You can't like you got to like say what you like and you're going to get some kids who like this, have the same interests. And mm-hmm. then you incorporate that in the classroom and that makes it classroom management so much easier because kids want to please teachers they do so yes. ones that like act out it's like they say it's like oh it's like blah 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 to classroom management then the reality is what is the teacher doing to make a connection with the student too it's not just one sided it's got to be both so victor i applaud you for that something like this happened to me a few years ago i'm just gonna be very quick because yours is way bigger student found one student found out i liked wrestling he showed up at my doorstep on a Tuesday morning, like right when I was getting there, wanting to talk about Monday Night Raw. So I let him in and like letting a kid in before school starts. It's like, yeah. oh, no, that's that's. And I'm like, he came in early because he wanted to talk about how Braun Strowman broke the ring against the big show. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, come on in the next week. More kids were showing up. So like they were coming in every Tuesday and Wednesday morning when SmackDown was on Tuesdays to talk wrestling from the night before. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to have to wake up earlier to get there because they're already waiting for me. It was like, it became a challenge to see who would get to my door first, me or them. (laughs) That that's awesome. That touches me. That's so dope. Oh man. Cause we can go on and on, but like for them to be that vulnerable to trust and know that you will be receptive of that, man. Yeah, let them in. I got my coffee. I'm good to go. Let's talk. And then the bell would ring and it'd be like, oh, man, I got to teach science now. Okay. So, so, so in that situation, like Joe and you both have, you know, that, that wrestling with student connection uh, and you guys didn't even know it, but has there been like teachers, you know, local to where you're at or in the U S or any, any globally, like reach out to you to find out more about what you do to be like, Hey, I've wanted to do something like this. 
help kickstart me. I, I, you know what I mean? I have novice kids. Uh, I want them to get to know more like it is that, uh, cause you guys have been around for, you know, for over a year. Have you, have you been able to embrace other teachers, uh, them asking you, you know, how can I get started? Yes. Uh, there's a teacher, I don't know his name, but I know it's in Texas. Um, he literally just started, uh, a wrestling club. Uh, he reached out to me. He was like, you inspired me. I got my principal on board. His classroom looks dope. Uh, it's the Texas, it's the Texas wrestling club. So like nice. it, they take off of the wrestling club, but it's the Texas version and it's adorable. And like I told him, if you need anything, you know, I'm here for you. And I'll tell you this story, not a teacher, but a um, kid who's, I want to get it right. He's like 14, I think but he's a sophomore in high school or junior in high school. He's like some a, a prodigy or whatever. Um, and he reached out to me and was like, hey, Mr. Perry, you inspired me uh, to share my love of wrestling. And I want to do a whole presentation on it for my class, for my project. Do you have any tips and pointers on like what to say and how to say and how to reach your audience? And I took that, like, I was like, oh my goodness, this is, this is amazing. So I literally like, I sent him like maybe a whole paragraph. Of like just wow. tips and then he told me it went well and that people applauded him so i was like yo like this is dope like that's that's kind of reason why we made the merch um because so many people have like shown up and shown support and they want to be a part of this i guess phenomena and i'm like why not you know we need the money too to buy tickets not every time we get we don't get comps all the time for shows um, travel is so expensive. Um, and so like, I was like, let's create some merch, you know, and like sell it and, and, and let people be in the club, you know, and, and have, a, have a, have a way to feel like they connect with my kids in the most safest way. Um, and so like, it's dope when I get messages, um, from people who are either interested in starting their own club or just wanting to like learn more about the club. It just means a lot. Cause I don't know when I when I started this this year, this was not like if you asked me back in January uh, and you told me all of these things would have happened, I would have been like, go somewhere and sell your your Florida swamp water to someone else. <laughs> right, like, right. like stop. You know what I mean? So it's dope. So and that's why I was asking. So the club's been around for about a year, year or so, mm-hmm. right? Okay, mm-hmm. so. What, what I want to know, because it's been a year and it's exploded in the, the wrestling community online. Uh, you have a following probably across the world, I imagine. Do, do your administrators, do your fellow teachers, do they have an understanding of just how the wrestling club has this embraced feeling from like the, the wrestling community? Because this is a, like a legit big thing that yeah. people, like you said, across the country know about just from, from your school has made such a big impact. Do they know that? Do they have that understanding? No. Huh? Um, they don't. Um, they didn't even like when Mercedes came or when I proposed, like when the idea came, they didn't understand the gravity of it. Yeah, right, right. Until, until she came. And then they were like, whoa. You know what I mean? And then when Swerve and Keith came, it was still kind of like the same thing, you know? Uh, and, like, I was telling my principal about how much, how many units we've, like, we've almost sold out of merch. And wow. I don't, like, I don't, I think he understands it, but I don't think he understands it because they're not a part of the community. So, like, they right. don't know, like, the reach or, the impressions and the views you know that that we've gotten um but it's okay you know i think they're seeing it in glimpse you know like we raised our money for wrestlemania um a fan had a sign and it showed up on smackdown saying fun the wrestling club like (laughs) i always come on how cool is that like oh my god like what like i send um snapshots to my team my leadership team and they see it and they're like oh my gosh it's amazing but no, I don't think they know. That's crazy. Uh, but it's okay. Yeah. Like, the, like no big deal that news, news 12, one of the biggest news stations requested and came to our school last week. Like, no yeah. big deal. You know, like, 
Yeah, a a sign clearly on SmackDown where over two million people are watching on Fox national television. Like, and that's you. That's you and your school. There's 65 kids, and the teacher is like, "I figured that. I figured that would be the answer." It's just like, "Oh, that's cool," but they don't understand it like we understand. It's amazing. Right. I was shook. I was like, "What? Why?" And like, there's a man now. He's going to be on AEW. He bought the shirt. And he's like front row. And he's like, I hope it gets on camera. I want people to see the shirt. I'm just like, y'all are so generous, yeah. so kind. Um, because what they're doing, what they're allowing is for the club to have more people to see it, um, which means more support, which means more opportunities for more kids. Um, and so when those things like that happen, it means a lot to me. So I'm like thinking as a teacher right now, too, uh, we know that we have a lot of kids out there who just like to think that social media and being a YouTuber is the end all be all game. It's either you're a professional YouTuber or you're a professional athlete. There's no like in between. Now, both of them take a lot of hard work. I'm wondering, thinking back to I'm going to call them now. I just thought of it. The OWC, the original wrestling club, those first four. Do they see, are they still part of the club? That's one. And another one, they know how much work took to make it this big. Do they also act as mentors to the new WC uh, to uh, show them that it's not just you could put a camera in front of you and you're going to get a million views and all this support. Like how do those students, you're creating student leaders. You know that. We all know that. How do those leaders help the next generation of the OC? It's crazy that you ask that question. Oh, my gosh. They have changed so much. I knew it. <laughs> like, and they lead the wrestling club for most for most of it. They're helping me pick matches. If not, they're telling me what match to watch. Um, they're transitioning kids from lunch to the classroom. Um, they're in charge of like getting the trash together. Uh, you have some of like one of the, one of the four, the main kid who started it. He's so, he's like me. And it's so funny. Cause it's like, I never saw that in him as in fifth and sixth, but now that he's in seventh grade, I'm like, yo, you're a lot like me. And like, he'll be like, Mr. Perry, they're over there talking and they're not paying attention. Can we kick them out? They're not taking it seriously. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, relax. The enforcers <laughs> over here. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so happy you're creating lifelong learners, like, yes. like in the club, but in other classrooms too. So I'm guessing that's another reason why teachers are more on board with you too. It's like they're getting totally different kids and creating leaders, especially at this age, fifth, sixth, yeah. seventh grade. Yeah. Oh man, that's just like makes my like, you know, heart get bigger three sizes like the Grinch because yes. Jason always says I'm so negative but like Victor <laughs> like a person like you on the show makes me so happy to see like it's you're making an impact on the future and I'm sure you hear this all the time but from a fellow educator it's just like I'm so happy that this is happening much love thank you and, and, and you mentioned the uh, <clears throat> you know like k- kids come in novice and everything do you see a lot of, you know, the students kind of like bust out of their shells that are maybe just like quiet, like, you know what I mean? Like almost like hoping to be accepted into something that they're a fan of and they see this and like, do you ever get like calls from parents? Like you've helped my kid, uh, uh, become, you know, more personable. You helped my kid be able to communicate with maybe me more at home. Like, do you, do you ever get those like calls from parents, like, you know, giving you compliments or, or things like that? I have, um, one parent actually posted it on Twitter, um, this past summer and it went kind of viral. People were like, Whoa, like this is crazy because I'm an educator. And so I think about how to teach kids, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm just, I'm just like, and you might have experienced this, Joe. Like, you just, you're just going with the motion, you know. Oh, yeah. Like you're not thinking about the impact that you're having. Um, and so I was, I taught kids how to do promos um, in the summer, and this one kid, um, I taught him to go from fifth and sixth grade, doesn't talk, struggle to read and write was behind, I believe, on grade level, behind grade level, um, but he passed the state test, and he's now on grade level, 
and he was in the wrestling club. And he would get in front of the camera, which was bizarre, and cut promos like nothing. And I was like, my my good friend Carmelo Hayes, I love him. He's like a big, big supporter of the club. Was like when he saw his video, he was like, yo, this kid is crazy. He's dope. And like I told the kid and I was like, yo, do you see this guy telling you that you're dope? Like, believe in yourself. And like, his mother reached out and she posted on Twitter. She's like, uh, he's always struggled, you know, with reading and writing. It was never his favorite subject. And then speaking in front of other people, something he never does. But to see him in the wrestling club and get in front of cameras and, and, and deliver promos so convincingly, she was like, you're changing the world. And it made me stop and think. Teaching in public speaking, like hundred yeah, percent, like communications, like, yeah. Never thought about that at all when we're like, let's create promos, you know? And right. so, yeah, I get those messages and it means a lot, but I see it. You, you don't have to tell me. I see the kids. I know the kids. So I'm seeing the growth. Like those four, it is insane how much those four kids have grown in just a year. Like they're not the same kid. They're far more mature. Like we're going on a panel, literally on Saturday, this coming Saturday, and those four kids are going to talk about the wrestling club in front of adults. That's Had awesome. I told them they were going to do that last year, they'd be like, Mr. Prey, I'm not talking in front of no adults. What are you talking about? Now they're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. They were like, I got my list right here, what I want to do, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, y'all are little, like little young leaders. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm seeing a positive impact on grades as well mm-hmm. uh, with the kids because they want, like, I have a GPA requirement. If you don't have a 3.0, you can't be in the club. So That's kids awesome. are getting their grades in because they want to be in the club. Man. Yeah, I have the same thing with basketball. It's like you're, you know, same thing I've heard. Like you're a student athlete. The first line is student. If you're not a student, you're not an athlete. But Victor, I do want to see those four, like for your merch store with an NWO inspired shirt that says OWC with the W in the middle. I want to see that <laughs> shirt made. I will buy that shirt. I know I'm not an original part of it, but <laughs> I want those four to be repping the OWC shirt, original wrestling club. I will do that, but I think that's going to cause some division in the club. Oh, oh okay. You got a point. Okay. You got a point. Okay. That's the only never, thing the kids, never mind. Because <laughs> like when we go on trips, so like I've, I've, because we have so many kids now, I don't do repeaters, unfortunately. So, like, if you go on this trip, you don't get to go on the next one. Because right. I can only take so many kids. But those four, they always go. Right. Yeah, well, nice, you nice. could promote it as since other <laughs> schools are doing it, you're still the OWC. But those four are really Got like, you. the Hall, Nash, Hogan of the group. Thanks. You might have to do just like a super limited edition just for them or something. <laughs> just make four. Let me uh, <laughs> yeah, talk just to my uh, right. let me talk to the person that does my logos. Yeah. I'll tell them we'll do a limited 25 only. Victor, nice. you've you've touched on this a little bit about the wrestlers that have visited. Uh Sasha Banks, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, they were there just a couple of weeks ago with AEW. H- have there been others and just how special have those appearances been for the students and for mm. you as well? Because I, I have to imagine, you know, there's probably a, a little bit of marking out and, and a lot of pride in that this is actually coming together for your kids. Yeah. Um, Mercedes is my favorite wrestler. So like yeah. for that to go down. Yeah. Yeah. It was dope. Um, <laughs> and I love, I, I love Keith and Swerve. We have a lot of people um, who are interested and it's just all about timing and like, planning but we have a lot of different people who are interested um all the way ranging from referees to the talent themselves including um correspondents things like that and and this is where this is teachable part of the lesson in the club is i'm begging for those people to come you know the the creative writer like we have a zoom coming up with one of the nxt writers and then we have commentators because I want them to see these are rules and these are jobs that um, you can potentially have, you know, and I want you to know what it is because had someone grabbed me at 10 years old and told me, yeah, you're short. So you're not going to probably be a wrestler. 
and you don't like weights because like I don't like being fit or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just small. And so like, but they said, but you could still be in wrestling. You know, you could be a manager or a correspondent or a creative writer. Or, you know, my whole life would have been different. And so I had these kids, they're 10 years old, 10, 11, 12. And I'm just doing all that I can to introduce them to every facet of wrestling in hopes that not that they get a job, but in hopes that they go and do their research for whatever it is that they're passionate about to know that, Hey, if I can't be a doctor, maybe there's another role that I could be in the world of medicine, you know, or if I can't be a football player, that doesn't mean I can't be around football. It's the same thing with wrestling, maybe journalism or broadcasting or coaching or, you know, any, anything that um, physical therapy, you know, like I just want kids to know, like, there's not one option. I think a lot of kids in my community, they think that the only option is the one that they're given. That's not true. You create as many possibilities as you can through hard work and through um, looking, you know, just simply looking. And so it's my job, I think, as an educator to really immerse them into like the, the workforce as it relates to wrestling, not just to entertainment aspect because let's face it not every kid is going to be a wrestler and that's okay but some of my kids are some dope writers they can write stories some of my kids love fashion you can be a seamstress some of my kids are animated and you put them give them a mic and they're like perfect you could be the next correspondent you know what i mean so it's like that's that's the real point i have of bringing people to the school it's not for the like i if we didn't have to film it, cool. I don't care if the world knows that such and such came to the school. My thing is I want my kids to see these people in the flesh, to see that, hey, you can touch this. This is your reality. Go and get it. Nice. I've watched a lot of your videos, like basically because I just love to see the kids' reactions. There's a lot of like, you know, since this is a wrestling club, it's the this is awesome moments that you've experienced a lot of there are two for me that still stand out from the past year out of all the matches that you've watched with your students which one is your this is awesome moment that you always go back going like that's when i knew i got them i can share my two while you're thinking number one was when <laughs> they watched uh Hell in the Cell, Foley and uh, Undertaker, just seeing them react. It's like, this is from the 90s. This is way past, before their time. They don't care about the 90s. And the other one was their anger and confusion of the end of the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, wow. Those are my two of the ones, all the ones I've watched of your class. And by the way, last week's kid who was uh, with the Seth Rollins laugh is still in my head. But the those are the two matches that I've seen from your Twitter feed where I was like, this guy's got it. Do you have any that like you were there live that you're like, I was there for that? Those are dope. Um, those two. I would say... For me, it was the Okada and Omega match. Oh, good. Because I initially showed them, I started showing them a highlight video. And it was like, we were like 30 seconds in. The kids said, turn it off. We want to watch the match. And I was like, the match is almost an hour. We don't care. And I was like, what? Like, y'all going to sit here and watch an hour-long match? And I put it on. And when I tell you, those kids did not stop looking at the screen. They literally they were glued to the screen for the entire hour. And I saw their emotions go from quiet to like, they, you could tell they, it was new. Like New Japan is just a beast of wrestling and the style is different from WWE. So I could see them learning it and trying to understand what's happening to, to them jumping out of their seats at the end, going crazy over the Rainmaker. Like it was dope. And then for that to happen. And then a week later, we get to see Okada in person. Like, that was crazy. Like, and I think that's where, like, I realized when they're quiet doesn't mean they're not interested. It means in their brain, they're thinking and trying to process what it is they're visually seeing, especially with someone that doesn't look like them. 
Because if it's Bianca Belair or Mercedes or even Carmella, they're just going to cheer regardless. They, they look like them. But to have an Asian or a white man and you're just like, this is awesome. This is crazy. Like, that's when you know, like, they are lost in the art of it. And that's when you know that, okay, you've got something going with these kids. They're, they're processing it and, and then getting those reactions that anybody would, would for watching such great stuff. Yeah. Um, Victor, we're getting low on time. I want to be sensitive and, and get you over to uh, watch an AEW. Real quick, uh, you touched on it. The Wrestling Club is going to WrestleMania in L.A., uh, our guy Jay is out in LA. Hopefully he can run into you. Maybe, maybe some of us are going to, we, we don't know. We'll see about that. Uh, okay. there was a GoFundMe. Um, okay. I mean, <clears throat> talk really quickly about how that came together and, and like, I mean, apparently it sounds like the goal has been surpassed. I mean, what an incredible achievement that must be. Yeah. Uh, no worries for time. I have AEW like on the screen over here so I can see it. Good deal. So, All right. We're good. We're good. All right. No spoilers, um, Victor. No spoilers. We'll be watching in a minute. All right. No spoilers. All right. Um, Unless but, Punk comes out or something. Then you can you can cut off the interview right then. Do we really care? I'm no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, just saying. I'm sorry. I no, you're good. That. You're good. I have to be politically correct. Anyways, no, go um, yeah. uh, here. Yeah. Actually, you're just you're just correct. Oh, okay, okay. I see. Um, so the the GoFundMe, it was it it was brought to me from a few podcasts, um, the Black Wrestling, um, the A Show, and the Black Announce Table. They reached out. I was like, we should do a GoFundMe for you for Mr. Perry for the kids. And I was like, sure. Like at first, I was kind of hesitant. Uh, cause everything was just, y'all don't understand. It went from four kids to 20 kids to 25 kids to putting it on social media, to going from uh, like a, a thousand followers to 5,000 followers, going from retweets to hundreds of retweets to me talking to Mercedes to WWE. Like it was just a lot that happened in those months. And I was just like, hold on, like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, this is crazy. Um, and I trusted them. And it, it, look where we are, you know, it, it was it was miraculous with the support that we received. And I remember my first interview request, and I was like, no. And then they oh, were like, wow. and they were like, no, you have to do that, Mr. Perry. Like, that's how you get more exposure. And I was like, yeah. why do you want to talk to me? You know what I mean? But now I see that and understand why it's necessary. But like it's Everything really has just been happening all year this year. It's just been like a lot. It's just like, and I'm just having to, to navigate, you know, I'm, in my head, I'm a creative, I, I do music. So I'm also thinking, well, how can I keep this creative? You know, do I do a YouTube channel? I know my kids, they, they, they want to do like the bump, like a version of the bump. Do I really start that up? Like yeah. what makes most sense for the wrestling club? And for me, because, you know, I'm still teaching four classes a day that are ELA, you know, and then I'm doing all that. So it's just like, you know, the, the GoFundMe was just, it was not difficult. Uh, you just created it and you just put it on the Internet. And people were gracious and, and generous and they donated. And now we're able to take four kids, hopefully five, to WrestleMania next year. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Will that be your first WrestleMania too for you personally? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? That's awesome. So, that. so, nice. so with it, with you being a teacher, you know, there, there's a lot of planning involved, uh, uh, a lot of foreseeing in the future. And you mentioned like, uh, you know, starting to do interviews, that's how it's seen. And your kids want to do things like, you know, the bump, like what, what is like the future ha- have in store for you and your club? Like if you can, in a best case scenario, one year from now, the end of 2023, like, where would you like to see it grow from now to say like then? Because going going to WrestleMania is that's huge. Like that's yeah. that's like a mecca. Those kids are going to feel like so high. How do you keep like building even higher? Not saying oh go to WrestleMania again or anything like that. Like like and I know you probably have things in your brain. Like I've I've got this covered. You know what I mean? Or, or things like that. Because. I, I commend you and Joe both for being teachers. Like it is something that I don't think I personally could do. I just don't have the mindset, uh, which, which is, which is amazing. But like w- what's in store for your club? 
I don't have any plans. You know, it started organically, unplanned, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to let it be that way. Um, it's too difficult. It is too much in my mind to plan something out. So I just, I'm just going to go with the flow. You're going to challenge the principal to a, to a match at the next uh, pep rally. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, a money in the bank to see who runs the school for the week? <laughs> I would not want to run a school. I do, as a, I understand. I never want to be a principal with all the. I don't no. like adults. <laughs> Look at the bonding between Victor and Joe right now. The, the bromance is real. We bromance. get it. I don't. Right? Like, no, I, I, I I never want to be a principal either. Me neither. I don't even want to be a leader. I tried it, did it, done it. Nope. Next. Wait, that that the teacher from Texas. You and Joe, you guys are gonna have your own little faction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Now that I will do. There you go. Three, three count. We'll teach math and wrestling. <laughs> you'll take, you'll do the math because I ain't teaching no math. Okay. All right. I'm not you guys that. each have your strengths. So that's, that's going to work right. out just That's fine. right. That's Mine's right. more history. So I got that. We'll so you can it. teach the kids the history of wrestling. There Perfect. you go. I'll talk about uh, Buddy Rogers and <laughs> Bruno and Gorgeous, Gorgeous George. George. Chapter exactly. one. Yeah. Right. All right, Victor. Um, before we say goodbye, feel free, you know, plug out your socials. Um, you mentioned the merchandise. I know that dropped just a couple of weeks ago. Was checking that out. Anything that you want people to know about the wrestling club, feel free to share that with our listeners and viewers. Of course. Uh, just follow us. You know, we have merch. You'll see links to that. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter, Wallflower Perry, um, and TikTok, the wrestling club. And just stay tuned. We have a lot coming. Absolutely. I was checking out your Spotify too, my friend. Very good stuff. Um, what, like, what, nearly like 20 million listens, like all together? Yeah. Like 800 some thousand a month, I think I read. I mean, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Music is another love of mine. It's yeah. just, it's taking a, a, a back burner uh, this year, but hopefully I can. My goal is to do music with wrestling companies. I would love to do theme songs. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's something I'm going to push uh, for in the coming 2023. Awesome. Victor, we can't thank you enough for your time. This has been wow. fantastic. I, I would love to do this again down the road sometime. Um, on behalf of all of us, you know, keep doing what you're doing. We love seeing it. We love seeing the kids. It's clearly uh, making a big impression on them. And, and that's a really, really special thing. Uh, so thanks so much for your time, my friend. And uh, we'll be looking for bigger and better things from you and the wrestling club as we uh, head into 2023. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. This is so fun. Thank you so much. Well, guys, that was a lot of fun. Wow. What a, what a great guy, man. Victor Perry, uh, again, at Wallflower Perry is his Twitter. And you can keep up on all things that he's doing with the wrestling club at his school. Um, great guy, great thing that he's doing. And uh, it looks like we'll have him again on the program uh, sometime down the road. So really, really happy with how that all went down. A um, little out of order for this week, but uh, it is still the three of us. And uh, and Victor couldn't, he, he got home just before the interview. So he wasn't rocking a wrestling shirt and we didn't want to insult our guest and be like, boo, you know, you know. So we'll do it now. It's what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? Yes, a modified version of what are you wearing for this week with the three of us again, Jason's enjoying the Lakers game tonight. Uh, I will start. I'm wearing uh, the GCW shirt. We, we uh, talked about it briefly um, in the, the interview with Victor and uh, the news came out just the other day that all GCW shows moving forward are going to be on fight plus for four 99 a month. So uh, it's like basically the, the GCW network along with some other indie promotions are signing up for this service $4.99 a month, you can watch all the archives and every show that they do from now on. So a, a hell of a deal. I think it's going to give them even more exposure as like really, if not, you know, if not the top, one of the top indie promotions uh, in the United States. Uh, Joe, go ahead, buddy. I'm going with my Chase the Light Ali shirt. 
Mustafa Ali because he's actually got a match on a paper. Uh, sorry, premium live event, and he won a match this week. He did he did? Wait, what match does he have at the? Don't PLE? they? Oh wait, no, he doesn't. I thought they were gonna have it be him versus Seth, but they didn't announce anything. No, yeah, you're thinking no. main event. No. <laughs> oh come on, don't be a hater. <laughs> You're such a hater, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. All right. Yes, he did have a good Monday, though. That's for sure. And looked great as always. And Kev? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Victor touched base on, you can, you know, go into uh, his club's uh, social media, links to his merch, his OG merch officially. I'm wearing the OG That Wrestling Podcast shirt this week officially. Yes. At whatamaneuver.net, you can still pick that up. So Crown Jewel is Saturday in Saudi Arabia, at least as of time of recording. Here we are uh, Wednesday night. Uh, news broke yesterday, uh, Tuesday, that um, Saudi Arabia had to warn the United States that um, they may be facing an attack, um, I think, from Iran, I think I read. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's clearly some unrest there. And, and uh, you know, we certainly hope if the show does go does go on that everybody um, gets there safely, gets home safely. Um, definitely a, a situation that I'm sure they're monitoring very closely. Who would have thought it, there was unrest in the Middle East? That just popped up <laughs> out of nowhere, uh, like an RKO. Oh, <laughs> we're that's all for tonight, <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm not going to follow up a joke with that. That was a perfect joke. Well said. Um, so yeah, let's go down the card. Um, Victor said this, I didn't have this in my rundown, but, but I'm going to trust him on this. Um, Dakota and EO looking to get the women's tag belts back from Oscar and Alexa bliss, a rematch, uh, apparently going down at crown jewel. Um, so yeah, Oscar and bliss, they won the titles on Monday night raw. Uh, we got the immediate rematch going on. Uh, Joe, you could start, I guess. I'm going to go with uh, Bliss and Asuka. I don't think it's going to be a flip-flop for that quickly. I don't think so, but I've been wrong before. Kev? I I, I saw this match get announced earlier uh, with a a graphic. Uh, I'll go with Damage Control just for the fact where if Damage Control loses, uh, I feel that they do not need to be a group anymore. And, And just with... I, I feel like Nikki could get involved somehow just in the backstage shenanigans a little bit where she was sitting on, you know, the, the, the speaker or whatever cabinet she's going to play a role in it somehow. Uh, I, I, I don't like the flip flop of titles, but I, I definitely see it. Definitely see it happening for the heels to win. All right. I'm going with Joe as well. Um, and maybe for the reasons that you said, Kev, that, uh, we'll get into later with the Bailey Bianca match that I think Oscar and Bliss keep the belts. Uh, the other tag team, the uh, undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship, the Usos, Jay and Jimmy versus the Brawling Brutes. Um, I think the Usos would they just break the record or they're about to for longest reign? I believe so, not yet. No, it's, it's maybe yeah, it's in the coming days. I think they're they're right on the cusp of it. Um, I still got to go with the Usos. It's just you know the brutes are amazing. The match will be so fun, but I don't see this happening in Saudi Arabia. Um, I know Sammy won't be there. Sammy does not go to the Saudi Arabia show, so no involvement there. Uh, so maybe that puts a little bit of hesitation on me. But uh, I guess I'm probably still picking the Usos until they actually lose. Right? They, they've just won so much. I agree. It's not a big enough event for the Usos to lose. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yep. Uh, Bianca and Bailey, last women standing for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, I'm going with Bianca, and I, I think it's because of that reasoning with the tag belts being moved over to Asuka and Bliss that I think this will be the end of damage control. Like you said, Kev, uh, for your reasoning, even though you went the opposite way, that's the way that I am thinking. I think that this is going to be it, that Bianca is going to win. And (laughs) oh my, Um, we've got a special guest live from um, crypto.com arena. Let's see here. Uh Uh-oh. Live from crypto.com arena. LeBron. (laughs) LeBron. (laughs) 
It's Russell Westbrook. Will, will right. Westbrook be coming off the bench tonight? Our LA Laker insider, Jason, is here. I am here. I'm uh, in the parking garage at the Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> About I to answer, who's going to win, Bianca or Bailey? You know, with the uh, with Damage Control losing the tag belts on Monday, I think this is Bailey wins. Oh, see, I, I went the opposite. Yeah. But do you um, think Damage Control wins the titles back? No, no, I think I think Oscar Bliss win, so that means Bailey l- loses and damage control goes away. I think I'm also so with Brian. You're thinking control, the opposite. I'll delete. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that the team could break up. I mean, it should break up because I've, as I've noted multiple times in recent yes. weeks, I think it's trash. Um, but you know, I think that. Uh, I was very surprised when they lost the belts on Monday. Yeah. Yep. Did how not about, see that coming. How about Braun and Omos? Uh, uh, um, part of me thinks this is Omos because I listened to the Q3 um, earnings call earlier today. They're going to Nigeria in the next couple of weeks for a recruiting uh, training oh. session. Mm-hmm. And um, there's more to this that I can't talk about on this show with people that I know that work there going to Nigeria. Um, oh you guys know who I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. um, and I just did what I fucking hate. God damn it. I hate that shit. That's subtle bullshit. Um, so I think this is Omas all the way. Okay. All right. Kev? I, the, the rocket has been on Omas. They can't, they can't bring it down. Which it was just it's kind it's kind of similar to Omas and Braun is is kind of similar to Brock and uh, Bobby a little bit because it could go either way both matches that's that's the that's the fun thing uh, I definitely think Bobby and Brock would be the better match uh, I just hope Braun Omas is in a is in a stinker that's the biggest what if, thing what if they become a tag team Hell yeah I'll take it <laughs> they'll be named- as in which as in which pair. Omos and Strowman. Yeah, yeah. I would even take Brock Bobby as, a, as an unbelievable monster tag team. Okay. Ooh. That would Bro- be awesome. Strowman, Strowman and Omos would be funny. That's the that's the thing. Because Braun Braun is as intimidated as he is. He's he's still a little bit comical, where Omos, I think, is just a is a nightmare. I just don't want the match to be a nightmare. And that's my biggest okay. thing. Remember back in the day when somebody teamed up and they were a recreation and they were the new fill in the blank. Uh oh, he's been thinking Omos, of this. Omos, Braun, Bobby, Brock, the new hurt business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I was thinking you combine, yeah, the nicknames of Omos and Braun, they'd be called the Nigerian monsters. Oh. No, that doesn't work, though. That doesn't, that doesn't work. <laughs> no. All right, back to the Stromas. Stromas. <laughs> it's like Askai. Yes. Stromas. Uh, Stromas. Damn it. Why, why did we save this for a future five count of top five names for the We may never do a five count again. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, Joe, did you have a pick on this one? Uh, not really. It's like, I, I think either one of them can win. I don't think a loss will hurt either one of them either. Cause they're both still monsters. So yeah. I'll just go with Omos for the whole Nigerian, uh, future event. Uh, I'll go with Braun, uh, just cause he's still brand new coming back that I don't think he gets a loss, but I don't know. MVP's in there. Maybe there's some shenanigans. Um, Drew McIntyre carrying cross steel cage match. This feud has been boring to me for the past month. I think I think they should have ended it at Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Drew just to end it. I think it's got to be Cross just to end it. I think Cross just ended it as well. I'll go Drew, like you said, just, just to, to end, end it. it. I, I'm fine with that. I think the hopefully the steel cage keeps Scarlett away, whereas she had to jump in the ring during the strap match at Extreme Rules. Brock and Bobby, guys, coin oh. coin flip. I really want Bobby to win this one. Brock doesn't need it. He'll make Bobby look like a million bucks, and it's going to be a really entertaining match. I'm going with Bobby. 
if if Bobby can beat Brock, okay, Brock goes away for a little bit, and then Bobby like breaks Brock's arm or something and just goes on a tear as as being a unbelievable monster. But then when you get to that level, you have Omas, right? Is 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 a monster going against four jobbers in the ring? You know, you you have Braun and SmackDown, so that. It, it's confusing. I, I still think Bobby, I think Brock wins. It doesn't do anything. I just read a story that uh, Goldberg wants to have one final match. <laughs> person that wants that final match is uh, Rick Ryback. Flair. Ryback. Oh. <laughs> That's night one WrestleMania pre-show right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Load it up. Oh, speaking of WrestleMania, Brian, is there any update of you and Ryan the Bar? <laughs> yeah, this is a weekly thing now, isn't it? Okay. Until um, I get a, until I get the answer that I want. Yes. Right. I got you. Okay. No. No update as of now. Um, okay. but we did, uh, as you'll hear when you get to listen, Jay Victor Perry and the Wrestling Club will be going to LA. Awesome. We told him, you know, you'll be there, and and mm-hmm. we're working on it. So, um, good good times nonetheless. But yes. We'll, we'll well, the reason I bring it up to next week, I listen. I don't know if you heard, but I listened to the uh, Q3 earnings call today, mm-hmm. and they said that in two days of WrestleMania ticket sales, with nothing announced, they've sold over a hundred thousand seats. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah, amazing so, stuff. It's going to be huge. Um, did you give a pick, Jay, for Brock I and Bobby? Gonna, I don't care. I mean, okay. it's going to be a fun one either way. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. um, we'll go double count out. Oh, like it. I like that. I'll go Brock. Because yeah, they need to continue it for the, a couple more pay-per-views. True. Right. That's true. All right. I, I hope you're right. Um, we got the OC first Judgment Day six-man tag match. Um, you know, they, they've been teasing. They, I think it's been a little bit on camera, but definitely some of the, like, raw talk stuff that, like, we need somebody to, to neutralize Rhea. And, yeah. and does somebody show up to neutralize Rhea to, uh, at, at Crown Jewel? Well, it has to be someone that's not on the roster. It has to be a debut, I think. Not an NXT debut, like a debut. And I don't know. I mean, the one that I would love, but I don't think there's any connection, would be Karma, Awesome Kong, Welfare oh, Lady. Wow. Well. Because you can't have someone like Chelsea Green to, you know. No, not not intimidating enough. Or like, uh, I, Sasha? I read, I, Sasha, no, I think she's going to be her own bag. Um, it, some people think it might be Raquel. Uh, I read today Tegan Knox because she's, you know, but if she comes back, she's just going to blow out both of her knees like she's done the last four times she's come back. So but she's so little. Like, you need someone that looks physically intimidating. Awesome. Dude, and, and as sad as this sounds, I wish she was busy filming Glow. Right? <laughs> Glow 4. I, mean, I hate it that it still got canceled. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think I think Judgment Day wins. But yeah. I don't know who the woman is for Rhea. I mean, look, it could be Beth Phoenix, but that makes no sense. No. Um, AJ's never had any connections to, to women on the main roster. Um, uh, but he has, and I will reveal after, Joe, after Joe makes his pick. Oh, I'm going to go with Judgment Day, because I just want to hear what you got to say. Judgment Day, go, Brian. <laughs> Charlotte Flair. Ooh! Uh. What was his connection? They were the team, a team together in the mixed match challenge mm. from a couple years ago. AJ and Flair. Listen, we've all been like, you know, the queen, the whole thing. It's been so much. Speaking <laughs> for you, buddy. Hair. You want to you want to freshen her up? You have her come back with like the black leather jacket, some like ripped up ripped up Cap. jeans, and Cap. just. Sure, whatever. Um, but just not the robe, not the not the 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 aura of the queen. Just have her be a badass chick against a badass Rhea. You talk about physically, well, like you said, uh, with with your choice there, Jay. She's got it. That's not Tegan Knox. Who have history? So uh, that's my choice. I don't. Th- I'm not betting on it happening. But boy, would I love to see it. 
the problem with that is, Brian, it's been Gallows and Anderson saying, we got to get somebody to negate Rhea. It's not like AJ said it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but maybe AJ is going to go, guys, guys, I got it. Okay. You you two boneheads Uh can't figure it out. So Uh, is there anyone in, uh, I, I don't know my new Japan that much. But uh, um, they don't have women in New Japan. No, I mean, I, I, I understand that. But is there anyone that that is affiliated with the say like um, uh, Maria? Right. That type of thing. If if her well, husband wrestled in New Japan like that right. type of stuff, when the club were there, that they have those. Yes. Types of clubs. Gallo's ex-wife, Amber O'Neill, uh, was the bullet babe. Now, they're not married anymore. Okay. Uh, that puts uh, a wrench into that plan. <laughs> so Charlotte Flair. Yes. Okay. You heard the it only, here first. The only thing shiny in her would be the <laughs> shiny teeth if she wears all that leather Love like it. Brian wants. That's yeah, Charlotte. Want. Charlotte is a good pick. Thank you. Thank and you. nobody would see it coming. Exactly. exactly. Except for Brian. Except for Brian. He's <laughs> all up here. Roman versus Logan Paul. Jay, do you have the stones to pick Logan Paul to be the new champion? Because if anybody yeah. would, it would be you. You know, I, I I just was talking to a friend of the show, Mike Doherty, on my drive down to the Crypto.com arena, and we were talking about it. Look, I'm all for the disruption. Let Logan win on Saturday, lose it on Monday. I don't care. Okay. okay. But obviously, I mean, I, I think that it's going to be Roman Reigns. Now, I don't know if you heard, but I listened to the Q3 earnings call earlier today. You mentioned it three times. They brought up, will Jake Paul be with Logan in Saudi Arabia? So So there you go. Some neutralization of the the bloodline there. Yeah. um, But like I said, I'm all for Logan Paul winning. Realistically, I don't think it's going to happen. So, you know, I I mean, Roman, Roman, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, I, I, I agree. With Jay, I just want Logan to have as good of a match against Roman that he had at SummerSlam. That that's the thing. Well, I, in 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 he's an athletic freak, right? In in his dance partner Roman is is incredible in the ring too. So I th- I think the match will be great. I think there will be some shenanigans. I think Logan's gonna you know fight off. Fight off the Usos. Maybe the Miz gets somewhat involved since uh, uh, Roman, you know, Superman punched him on Monday. Uh, but Roman's gonna, I would have to say, stank guy. Uh, Roman 100% win. <laughs> Joe? Roman wins. Roman wins. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> Roman wins. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a hell of a match. I'm really looking forward to that. All right. So that is Crown Jewel. Uh, quick update on the football picks. The kids are tied. The kids are on their bye week. But Saturday, we are going to have the reaction video that Jason did as Kevin boldly proclaimed last week that if you watch any episode of the football picks, this is the one to watch the Halloween episode with Brett's picks and Harper's picks. Um, And so we will reveal that on Saturday, uh, Jay's live reaction, and we'll see if it does live up to the hype. Um, Yeah. um, yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Let's we'll talk about it (laughs) next week. The video will speak for itself. Exactly. Yep. So check that out uh, on our Facebook on Saturday. Of course, youtube.com slash that wrestling podcast. What a maneuver.net for the merchandise and at that wrestle pod for all your social media channels. Thanks again to Victor Perry. Thank you for listening. Enjoy wrestling. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it. <laughs>